gods don't exist, and Buddhas don't either. Yet these people live for decades without realizing it. Once they die, it's all just gonna return to nothing. They won't feel anything. And then they rot into the ground. As long as you live on this earth, that's your eternal fate. They just can't accept that simple fact. It might be so hard being stupid. I want to make these sorrowful people happy. I want to help them. That's the reason I was born, after all. Hello guys, this is Jade from The Nerd Fix, the podcast where we talk about everyone and everything in anime, manga, video games, and everything under the sun. And in this episode, from this lovely quote that you just heard, we're going to be talking about a character that I wanted to talk about for quite some time now, since his initial appearance in the final season finale of Demon Slayer Season 2. We're going to be talking about Upper Rank Moon 2, Doma. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about 10 facts you should know about Doma. Probably the most hated villain in the whole Demon Slayer franchise. So for those of you who are fans of Demon Slayer, this is the one for you. So sit back, relax, and get ready for your fix. Number one, with the translation of Doma's name, it is broken down by the following. Do, when translated, actually means child, while the second part of his name, Ma, means polish or improve. So when you put the name together, it actually means improved child or polished child, which actually correlates to the kind of bat- upbringing that he had during his- over a century ago when he was a human. And it also explained why he's also kind of like a narcissist in a way, and we're not going to even talk about that as we go further into this countdown. Fact number two. Over a century ago, Doma was born with extraordinary features as a child. He had rainbow-colored eyes and pale hair, which led people to believe that he was special and could communicate with gods, and his parents decided to, to start a paradise faith cult. And with that, in his mind, Doma believed that his parents were extremely dim-witted with placing him as the head of the cult that they formed. And with their, with this, he played along with, with it and accepted the role, even though he had never heard the voices of the gods once in his life. Even with all of this, I still find it really, really interesting of how he didn't even felt the idea of him being seen as a god just because of these extraordinary features, people would really take him that seriously. I mean, just because he has so many interesting features doesn't mean that he's considered almighty. Fact number three. Now, 
with the idea of him being seen as a child of God in a way, there's something a little bit about the about Doma that really sets him apart from other children. Doma was born as being extremely apathetic, being unable to understand and feel human emotion, and even as a child, when being a figurehead of the cult, he was met by numerous people who asked him for advice and help for their suffering they had in their lives. And in his mind, he saw those stories as boring and confused as to why they would come to a child for help instead of instead of fixing the problem on their own or just relying on something else to help with their problems. But no, they decided to go to Doma for all this. And even with them asking him to leave the paradise, it would cause them to cry, not out of just sorrow for them, but out of pity. Because these people would believe that he is the one that would help them to lead them to paradise. Which, again, this is basically of how this was nothing more than just fantasy created by humanity. And people believed in something so fictitious to him. number four. Now, as I've mentioned before, with Doma being apathetic, there's a perfect example of that. In one instance, when he was just a child, his mother had a mental breakdown when she found out that her husband was having multiple affairs with many of the female cult followers. And out of her, her sheer anger, she stabbed his father to death and in retaliation, after killing his father, she commit, immediately committed suicide by poisoning herself to death. But even with, after the death of both his parents, he didn't even feel any shred of, of sorrow or any shred of sadness from seeing the death of his parents. Instead. He felt only annoyed by the bloody mess created from the aftermath, and disgusted by the pungent smell of blood, and wanted the air out of the room before the stench permanently stuck, stunk onto the furniture. Yeah, it just goes to show that he basically does not care about anybody that either dies before him, or anything that just doesn't relate to him. Yeah. Narcissist. Fact number five. Now, before we get more into facts about Doma and about his life of a demon, meeting Anosuke's mother, among other things, let's talk about the voice actor behind him. Although he didn't make much of an appearance, just a briefly in the final episode of season two of Demon Slayer, he is voiced by Mamoru Miyano, whom you maybe recognize his voice from the following roles. Which would be, for example, Lyagami. Yeah, this guy played Lyagami. <laughs> and I find that really hard to believe that someone like him is basically Yagami. He's resurrected as a demon, and now he's going off killing women 
for his Paradise Faith cult. That's real sounding there. And I find it really interesting that someone who once played Lyagami is now playing as Doma in Demon Slayer. That is awesome, and I cannot wait to see him his debut in the in season three. Even though he's probably my most one of the most hated villains I despise in the series. Fact number six. Now, Doma would continue his life of being a cult leader for the Paradise Fate cult for for the next couple of years until the age of 20. He is met by Kubisuchi Muzan, Muzan, who would transform him into a demon. At that point, he would continue to lead the cult, but with an interesting, tw- but with a disgusting twist. He would con- he was convinced that the mission was to help people to paradise, and in order to do so. He believed during that was devouring his followers. In his mind, paradise and the seas of pain is found if he devours them, and the depths in his hand meant that they would no longer suffer in pain. And he would, even when he continues on with his mission of, of his cult, being a a loved cult leader, but in behind closed doors, he basically kills and devours and. His followers, mainly female followers. Fact number seven. At some point, when Doma was a upper rank moon six, he was roaming around the entertainment district when. He came across two siblings being Gyotaro and Daki, who were both at death's door. Gyotaro has been stabbed in the back and was slowly bleeding to death, while his sister had been burned to the point of being unrecognizable. And the reason why she was being why she was burned to the point of being unrecognizable was because Daki was working as a prostitute and had a client. However, she stabbed the client in the eye with a pin, and because of her actions, they decided to burn her alive for what she had done. And Gyotaro was trying to have people treat not only him, but also his little sister, but no one came to their aid. And Doma, seeing this, being the quote-unquote caring individual he was, he offered to turn the pair into demons, saving them, giving him his, them his blood to initiate their transformation. In doing so, these two would be known as Upper Rank Moons, Daki and Gyotaro. And it was at that point, even during this time, after he were to meet with the two siblings, he, he then continued on to to surpass the ranks and became Upper Rank Moon 2, surpassing Upper Rank Moon 3, Akaza, whom you may recognize as the one who was responsible for the death of Rengoku. Yeah, that Akaza.
fact number eight. Now, then we're going into something that is both disturbing, will make your blood boil, but also one that is going into full circle of the life of Doma. Now, 15 years prior to the present time of the current Demon Slayer story, Doma had a brief history with one of the three main characters of Demon Slayer, that being Inosuke Hashibira. This is because he had was familiar with Kotaha Hashibira, Inosuke's mother, who escaped from her abusive house with her abusive household and found refuge in the Paradise Fave cult. And even when she was found refuge with them, Kotaha's husband and mother-in-law also entered the cult too. The reason was this was so they could find her. However, Doma found them to be too noisy and murdered them. But instead of devouring their bodies, he abandoned their corpses up in the mountains. And I will say this right now, but I get the feeling that this is kind of like a foreshadowing of Inosuke with him being up in the mountains with the uh with it being part of the demon slayers and also of natural selection that kind of thing but that's just me but also in continuation of that when he kept uh kotaha in the paradise faith cult he considered her to be dim-witted however her beauty and singing talent convinced him not to consume her and to simply let her live her life but this all began to go downhill when Kotoha discovered he discovered Doma devouring the other followers and immediately calling him a liar and fled from the temple with in- baby Inosuke in her arms. Before she was she was killed by Doma, she dropped Inosuke off a cliff into the river in hopes he would survive, which fortunately he did. However, sadly at that cost, Doma would catch up to her and proceeded to kill her and bef- and eat Konataha to the very bones. Yeah, it just shows that this guy is a complete bastard for what he did. And yeah, I can see why in the manga Danosuke really went off on Doma. And for good reason. Number 9. Now, if the death of Kotaha wasn't enough to make your blood boil, then these two deaths would really get your blood fuming at this point. Now, with this one here, this is really going to make your blood boil. A few years before the present, he would then encounter the former flower Hashira being Kanae Kocho, who was who is the elder sister of Shinobu. However, during the fight, he would th- he would mortally wound her, and even before the sun was about to rise, he had to retreat before he was about to be burned by the sunlight. But then afterwards, he would return to her body and devour her. And he did the same thing for Shinobu as well, where he mortally wounded her, where he mortally wounded her, and after he killed her, he basically consumed her body and absorbed her, just as he did to 
to others. And honestly, he after successfully devouring her body and her bug, the only thing that was left of her was the butterfly-shaped hairpiece. And honestly, just knowing about this really gets me to hate this man even more. Like, first you killed off Inosuke's mother. Now you- and then you killed off Shinobu's sister, and now Shinobu. It's like, how else am I supposed to hate you even more? get to fact number 10. Now this is something interesting about this man, uh, this blood demon art. This ability that he has is cryokinesis. This allows, gives him the ability to be able to generate ice and frost from his flesh and blood, spawning it anywhere in his facility, as well as manipulating it at will, allowing him to unleash incredibly ice, potent ice techniques. And with that, he can use it for lethal for lethal attacks for those who inhale it, causing the cells in the victim's lungs to die, rendering them unable to breathe very quickly. Not to mention, too, he is so proficient in it, he's able to create constructs out of ice, such as frost lotuses, stalagmites, clouds of icy air, and so much more. And he even used this in combat with the uh, techniques that he uses with his ten, Tenzinjutsu. Tenzinjutsu, for those of you who don't know, is the is the use of using the Japanese war fans, which is used for a martial arts technique that Doma uses in combat. So yeah, it just shows that a reason why he's also number two, because he's that extremely powerful one and two, with the abilities of cryokinesis at his disposal as well, it's a reason why you don't really want to mess with him. And finally, a very fun short fact. Out of all the demons in the Twelve Moons, the most that Muzan dislikes the most is Doma despite his loyalty and worship of him. So, none of the de besides Muzan, none of the other demons also like Doma as well. And it's a good reason they should not like him. And that was 10 facts you should know about Doma. If you have any suggestions of any characters you would like for me to go over, let me know in the questionnaire I will be posting on Spotify for anybody who are listeners of Spotify for this podcast. And for everyone listening, thank you so much for stopping by. And to end the episode, whether or not you believe in the term nerd or not, keep loving what makes you, you, and stay awesome. Thank you so much for listening, and I will see you next time for a new episode. Later! <laughs>